Hello, happy Monday. Uh, Welcome back to the library card or welcome here if you're new. I'm Iris um, and I have just finished finals. Um, This past week has been absolutely insane. I received so many grades back on Saturday. Um, Like, it's crazy. Like, I was so anxious the entire week. Um, I had seven finals, but the week before that, I had six tests. Like, why did they do that back-to-back? What happened to dead week? That's what I want to know. It was tough, but I got through it. Um, Hopefully, you're done with finals as well if you're in school. And uh, I hope you had a good fall semester. This year, like, something about school has just been so hard. Like, like my grades are fine, but it's just taken so much work out of me. And it's so draining. But it hasn't really felt like an entire semester. Like, someone said that Christmas is in, like, a week. I'm like, no, it's not. But, (laughs) yeah, it is. I thought it was, like, I don't know. I'm losing track of time. I feel like this always happens. Like, I always don't realize how much time has passed. Um, and then it's passed. <laughs> well, so, um, I received my SAT score and I got, like, grades back for all my finals. I don't know. Things have been crazy. And then, um, I also had a very large, um, or, like, a very important, it wasn't very large, uh, cake order because I like custom make cakes sometimes just for fun but this was pretty important and it took me 12 hours so um but it was worth it it was just I'm exhausted and I think that like throughout the past month or so I've been so busy that I haven't really had time to, like, think about how I feel. (laughs) That sounds cheesy. But, like, really, like, I don't, like, check in with myself. Or I didn't check in with myself. And I was just kind of, like, go, go, go. You know, like, I was always busy. I always had something else to worry about. I never needed to, like, think about myself and how I feel, and stuff like that, I didn't have time to be sad, like, that's how busy I was, which I think is okay, like, I think it's good to be busy, but now that it's winter break, and I have two weeks, um, with minimal responsibilities, I'm starting to, like, feel sad, I guess, and it feels more like winter, I'm in Texas, though, and it's still, like, 70 degrees, so, I don't know how winter that is but I don't know it feels very lonely I'm an only child too so when my parents go to work I just feel like alone and I like being alone like I'm definitely an introvert but it's just given me a lot of time to think um and sometimes that's healthy sometimes it's not and I feel like the seasonal depression is starting to show up. So I was wondering where it was. Because usually 
last year at least like I started getting like depressed once the weather started cooling down um but I was also at home constantly so there wasn't like that distraction of going to school and talking to people and being social and uh, like we didn't have finals last year so I didn't have to worry about that all of our tests were open note so like there was nothing else to think about but myself um which is good but sometimes I can get to an unhealthy point and this year that didn't really happen until now um and I think I think it's okay you know like there's highs and lows all the time um but winter is just typically an especially low time and it's weird because it's like the holidays and you always think that the holidays are supposed to be fun and exciting and full of parties and stuff and sometimes it is and it's really great and I love celebrating Christmas and I love celebrating New Year's and my birthday is a couple days after New Year's so it's like all of it is all at once um but I also have like have a hard time setting any expectations whatsoever because I always get let down and that makes me even sadder and no one likes being sad around the holidays but I feel like it's every year like it's inevitable I always cry on my birthday but I feel like that's like a pretty shared experience I feel like most people do um and my love language is gifts so it's is hard because I feel I feel bad like asking for stuff or like wishing for stuff not even asking but just like wanting a gift or like wanting someone to get me something like it feels awful and materialistic and like I shouldn't want something like that I should just care about like the intention or whatever which I do like I think intention is important but I don't know I've always perceived like giving someone a gift to be like the ultimate sign of affection and showing how you care about someone and I know not everyone does and like I understand that but it makes it really hard when like I don't get any gifts um that sounds it sounds really bad but I feel like if your love language is also gifts you know what I'm talking about and I don't know it just kind of makes me sad and it adds on top of that I don't usually go to parties very much I went to one last night but um that's like not a common occurrence like I go to maybe like two parties a year um and for my birthday when I was little when I was little for my birthday I used to um have like fun parties and like I would always invite a ton of people and we would go out to dinner or go do something fun uh but lately like I haven't really been doing anything because it almost makes me like sadder especially with this if it's with a lot of people like I think it's better like I mean I'm usually fine if it's like one or two people but if it's a lot of people I don't know I just feel like overwhelmed and it's not fun like it doesn't feel like your birthday anymore it feels like a chore and it feels like you have to please everyone 
and make sure everyone's having a good time. And you want to be the center of attention, but you can't really, like, ask for that. But not everyone wants you to be the center of attention. And you have, like, unrealistic expectations in your mind, in your subconscious even. And you know they're not realistic and you know they won't happen. So, but, like, still, when they don't happen, you still feel, like, let down and depressed. Um, So... For the last couple of years, I have just been doing stuff with my family, but family can also let you down, so um, I don't know. I hope this year will be better. I'm in a pretty good spot with all my relationships right now. Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to enjoy this time of the year, um, but I feel like I need to, like, I need to rest, like, I'm so exhausted, and I have two weeks off from school, um, which is great, like, I'm so glad I can finally just rest, but I also have, like, this anxiety in the back of my mind, um, that's, like, not really letting me rest, um, so yeah, I don't know, that's just been hard, um, and I thought that, a lot of people might be able to relate to something like this. I hope so. Otherwise, I am just talking about something really strange and weird. Um, But I thought some people could relate. And I used to try to distract myself even more whenever I felt like this. Um, And that's what I've been doing for the last month, I think, without even realizing it. Like, I've just been throwing myself into studying and whenever I'm at school like I'm always doing something like I never give myself a chance to rest it's really hard to let myself rest because that means I have to be with myself and no one else and I just have to like think about me um but especially last year because I had to deal with this feeling for so long and the isolation for so long I kind of realized that it's better to lean into a feeling and fully understand it and see where it's coming from and why you feel this way and that it's okay to feel this way and uh, that nothing's wrong with you and it's all right to have like really bad points in your life and you don't have to run away from them. There's still you. Um, this is getting really philosophical. But anyways, last year when I was really thinking that um, to help like lean into the feeling and like understand it and not enjoy it, but like appreciate it. I would read sad books. And I'm, I still read sad books when I'm happy, too. Um, or, like, during the summer or whatever. But there's something um, comforting in, like, reading a really sad book during the winter when you have seasonal depression. It makes you feel less lonely. It makes you feel like there is someone else that feels like this. And you can follow their story, and you'll make it through too, and everything comes to an end. And sometimes it's okay to feel like this. 
Um, and you can appreciate the feeling and work through it. So I made a list on Goodreads called Seasonal Depression <laughs> Creative, I know. But it's just like a lot of really sad books that I think are really good for this time. Um, you know, like blue, bleak, gray. I describe stuff with colors a lot. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, we'll start with a book that I have recently read. Um, I've actually been obsessed with Frederick Bachman recently. Uh, he's like the Swedish author. Amazing. Like, my favorite author ever. Um, I can never remember which books I say that I've, like, finished in the last podcast episode. Probably not this one since it's been a couple weeks. Anyways, I finished A Man Called Uwe and Anxious People, both by Frederick Bachman, um, and they were amazing. Like, I read A Man Called Uwe, named it my favorite book of all time, um, so incredible. Actually, like, made me understand my dad a little better, um, and made me a little bit more sympathetic to him, which is kind of funny, um, and uh, it's just really good. Like, I've never read characters as good as the ones that Frederick Bachman writes. He is so talented in, like, creating these complex characters that are so unlikable, but you can't help loving them. Um, and he's really good at, like, creating, like, motives and reasons for why characters do the things they do which I think is really hard to do and it's really rare to find um and while both books are very character heavy like very focused on the characters they don't lack a plot like the plot is still very interesting and intriguing to read and I couldn't put either of them down. Um, so I read A Man Called Uwe first, called it my favorite book ever. And then I read Anxious People, and now that's my number one book. I can't actually decide between the two. They're tied. Um, and now I'm reading Brit Marie Was Here. So good. I don't think it's going to make top three because... I just think, like, A Man Called Uwe and Anxious People were so much better. But Brit Marie was here is also really good. It's got, like, all those characters. And he creates such unique scenarios and, like, outlandish scenarios. And his sense of humor is, like, kind of serious but, like, outrageously funny. I adore him. Um, definitely go and read... Um, a Man Called Uwe. I would say, like, that would be no my number one recommendation. Or Anxious People. I can't decide. They're making a Netflix series for Anxious People. And I'm really excited to watch it, but, like, I know it won't be as good. Because a really big thing about Anxious People is, like, how the characters feel and their thoughts and a lot of internal dialogue with themselves 
and stuff that they don't say, um, which oftentimes gets lost in translation when you switch it to a movie or a TV show. Um, So I'm excited to see it, but I know it won't be as good um, because literally nothing can be as good as anxious people. Um, But that kind of like, that's actually at the top of the list for seasonal depression. A Man Called Uve is very sad. I've never cried more during a book. And I've never cried this fast in a book. Like, it made me cry within, like, 80 pages. And, yeah, I'm pretty emotional. But, like, it was really sad. Like, it was objectively sad. Um, And it kind of has, like, that overall, like, mood of kind of gray and winter and being alone. I'll give you the premise. A man called Uve is like about this really grumpy man. Um, and oh, I don't know how much I can say because I feel like there's spoilers. But they're not like really spoilers. Eh, anyways. Um, basically he just like meets these. Um, or he meets his new neighbors. And they kind of change his life. Um and it's really sad, and it's really good, and it talks about, like, his past. That's another thing that Frederick Bachman employs. He likes to, like, switch between perspectives or, like, time periods. So, like, in Anxious People, he switches between the perspective of, um, like, the hostage situation and uh, the interview with the cops, um, And then in A Man Called Uve, he switches between, like, present day with um, Uve and um, his neighbors and in the past and, like, when Uve was a little kid and when he was growing up. Um, And I really like that. I think, like, seeing something about, like, flashbacks. They're not flashbacks. I I guess they're kind of flashbacks. But, like, reminiscing on the past is very much a winter theme to me. Um, I think it's kind of sad. But, well, it's just reflective. And that's a, that's a good word to describe this time of year. Um, whether good or bad, you're reflecting. Like, you're thinking about your family and everything that you have been through. Um, or, like, all the past Christmases and what they were like, um, or not even Christmas, but just, like, all the past years and how the years go on, um, stuff like that, so, (laughs) I don't know, but you also, like, in my case, I think about myself, like, as a child and, like, how I got to this point Um, I'm still a child, but, like, when I was a younger child, um, just very sad. I don't know. There's kind of a theme, if you can't tell, of sadness. Um, but I think that's okay. Another book that I've been wanting to read is My Dark Vanessa, and it's pretty much, like, the same 
as I was, not the same, but it has like the same thing I was talking about of how it like goes from present day to the past. And I've heard that it's really hard to read. Like it's a very intense book. Um, so please check trigger warnings, check trigger warnings for like any book that you see a recommendation for, um, or just any book that you read at all. But My Dark Vanessa is very much about like growing up and dealing with something that happened to you when you were younger. Um, I don't know if it feels, it feels like winter as well. Um, I would say another one is Brave New World, which some of you may have read for school. I have not read it. I have a copy though, and I'm really excited to read it. Um, supposedly it's like dystopian and, um, I don't know. It seems pretty cool. Kind of like outlandish dream logic, you know? Dream logic is definitely a winter thing. Um, seasonal depression, whatever. That like, that spiral of thoughts and how you like go from there. Um, just like that thought process, I think very characteristic of this time because nothing really feels real, especially when it snows and you like you're inside and it feels like the whole world is quiet and you're the only person alive. That's kind of what it feels like. Um, I just started a book this morning. To be fair, I'm like 15 pages in, but it's called More Than This by Patrick Ness. And I've been wanting to read it for a really long time. And I just found it in the library the other day. And so far, it is really good. Like in the 15 pages that I have read, I love it. It is about this boy who drowns and then he wakes up and he doesn't really know where he is. It's like this strange house, but no one's there. Everything's really quiet. Um, he, like, he doesn't know where he is at all. Um, and it's very much dream logic. Like, it kind of feels like a dream, but it's more vivid than a normal dream. And you don't know yet if he's like actually dead or what but I'm really excited to read more of it and I'll tell you how it goes I plan on reading a lot during this break because I first of all need to reach my reading goal on Goodreads I'm like three books away um and I have like 10 days I think I can do it (laughs) I don't know I'm kind of scared I hope I can do it but really good um other dream logic that I really like is um kind of Paul Bowles not really I'm reading I'm still I'm still reading The Sheltering Sky it's really good not really dream logic um it's getting more interesting. It took me a really long time to read like this chunk of 20 pages, but now it's getting really interesting um, or more interesting because it started off good too, but I like it. It's just very, very tiny print and kind of old language. So it takes me a really long time to read it, 
but it's very good. I recommend anything by Paul Bowles. Um, and you already know that I love Franz Kafka. He has some of the best dream logic that I've ever read in my life, and I stand by that. Um, nothing will ever compare to the metamorphosis. So that's actually perfect for um, this list, too. I should add it. Um, J.D. Salinger for Esme with Love and Squalor and Other Stories. I think a lot of his works can fit to this time. Um, in my opinion, he's kind of more like a summer depression. Or like, that's <laughs> like not a thing. Um, or like fall. Like I think Franny and Zoe is very fall. I think Raise High, The Roof Beam, Carpenters, very fall. Catcher in the Rye is like late summer, you know, like August. Yeah. I, I don't know where I come up with these. Okay. Ariel by Sylvia Plath. Sylvia Plath is very much a winter writer. Um, I was actually not a fan of the bell jar. I don't know. Something about it. Meh. It was just like... Uh, um, but I want to read Ariel because I've heard her short stories are even better than the bell jar. Um, but I do consider Sylvia Plath to be one of the best writers of, like, sad and depressing stuff. Um, so if you're looking for something during, um, winter to enjoy this feeling and try to work through it and get to know yourself, there's Sylvia Plath for you. Uh, Dreamwork by Mary Oliver, which is a collection of poems. Poetry is also very winter-esque and depression-esque. And I need to stop saying that. But um, poetry is good too because I think you can get through it faster. And I don't know, sometimes like, even though you have a lot of time to read, you kind of, like, don't want to. You just feel stuck. Like, you just want to lie down um, and not do anything, which I think is good. Like, that's, like, normal. And it's okay to just want to lie down. Um, yeah. Bluettes by Maggie Nelson. Bluettes, I think that's how you say it short 99 pages yeah let me just read this suppose i were to begin by saying that i had fallen in love with a color a lyrical philosophical and often explicit exploration of personal suffering and the limitations of vision and love as refracted as refracted through the color blue with bluettes maggie nelson has entered the pantheon of brilliant lyrical essayists Sounds very good. I actually haven't read it, but it has really high ratings, and a lot of my mutuals on Goodreads have given it five stars. Um, so I... Blue is very much a winter color as well, which I think is kind of basic. Like, everyone thinks blue is a winter color. But, 
yeah, those are just some ideas. If you want more like this, um, you can find my Goodreads. It's um, Iris Schmieder, I believe. I don't think I changed it. I don't know. Um, but if you happen to not be sad during this time, just ignore everything I've said. Um, like, good for you. Um, enjoy this time. Even if you are sad, enjoy the holidays as much as you can. Spend time with your family, um, if you can. If you can't, spend time with your friends. If you can't, spend time with yourself. Um, because that's actually the most important thing. And that's what I think we all need to do. At least that's what I need to do. Um, but don't be too hard on yourself. And if you're not feeling so great, um, it'll pass. And it's okay. And you're not alone. Um, and here are some books. If you think that leaning into a feeling helps you get through it. But I love you all. Um, if you finish your first semester, congratulations. Um, here's to another year past. 2021 was insane. Um, and I will talk to you all next week. Bye.